G'day folks, welcome to the Expedition Kayaks podcast, our periodical chat about our paddling world, ocean paddling, the stuff we like to get up to, some of our mates' yarns, a few of our tales, and generally all things sea kayaking and ocean paddling. My name's Mark Sundon, I'll be joined from time to time by my rather more podcasting shy buddy Rob Mercer to... uh, to chat about the world we inhabit and uh, and hopefully uh, entertain you with a few of our tales. You can listen to us now on any of your podcasting platforms, iTunes, Spotify, you name it, we're everywhere. Uh, not quite like Google, but pretty damn close. I hope you enjoy the latest episode, uh, Axe and Sunday Take on the Hawkesbury Classic. Alrighty, so here we are. Uh, having tasted uh, Hawkesbury success, uh, Axe and I, um, we, uh, we, we're in his lovely house here having a, what's this one mate, a broken wood cricket pitch, 2017 Cabernet Sauvignon Shiraz Merlot. Is that, uh, they couldn't really get any other types of wine in that bottle? Mate, this bottle appeared on the front door. Well, just appeared? Yeah. So, you know when you go to Hunter Valley? Yeah. Uh, and you sign up for a, you get a cheeky case or whatever? Yeah. Well, I've now got myself into a position where every three or four months, case rocks up. Oh, right. Who pays for that? Oh, I obviously do. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I got home the other day, and that was on the front door. It's like, you beauty. So, All right. Anyway. So we're, we're, uh, we're here. We're reflecting upon our, uh, our Hawkesbury Classic and the journey that, uh, that got us down that river that dark Saturday night a few weeks ago. Had a little bit of time to, to, to take it all in. Um, we, um, we, we, we weren't quite thinking we were going to go as well as we did. Um, no, haven't been back in the water since. You haven't been back on the water since? Once. Yeah. Had a go. Once. What's the, what did I say that was called? Post-expedition blues. Yeah. Yeah. Got them. A little bit hard to get that same high. Well, you know. You know? <laughs> if, Rob's, if Rob's listening, you know, we got him. So you'd be talking about Rob Mercer and Mark Hempel doing the Hawkesbury in a Boat that was quite a bit faster than ours. I think it's a lot faster. A lot faster. And, yeah. you know, Mark's a bit of an animal on the water. And Rob, well, you know, he's uh, one of those guys I find it hard to keep up with occasionally, even though he's quite old. I'm an novice. Yeah. They were 9.47, I think. I think they were 10 minutes slower than us. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. Shame, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we haven't mentioned it, of course, being gentlemen. But, uh, mm. but uh, you know, it, did, was, it was a factor as we were careening down the final stretches of the race. What was their time? I was thinking to myself. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I, I remember. Uh, so you were. I reckon we had about oh, 10, 15 k's to go, and the goal was under ten hours. Yeah. And you've pretty much. I, so I, you know, I didn't have any any watch or any on me. So I said, you know, how are we going? And you said it was smashed. It. Yeah. So I was pretty happy with that. We were smashing it. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't always so, mate. It wasn't always so. So this year, um, I, we, we, we had a little discussion on how this came to be and decided possibly it was my idea. Yeah. Um, because uh, you'd, uh, you'd actually had a go at the Hawkesbury in 2017. You and your mate uh, Nick and Bob came to see me. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that was a good one. So, so Tinny, the way that worked out, Nick, um, Mike's brother-in-law, good mate, and Bobby, they decided, or Nick decided that we are... Um, do you have ex-brother-in-laws? Is that how that works? I suppose you do. Uh, 
Let's go through mating. Do they get exed as well? How does that work? It's on your papers. Yeah, I mean, I think he's still your brother-in-law, technically speaking. Yeah, right. Okay. Unless you get another one one day. Uh, would you say well, he's... See, he's got a new one. Ah, oh, right. So would you say he's my ex-brother-in-law and he's my current brother-in-law? Or would you say... That, well, this is all from his angle. See, because Polynesians, you know, my people, we'd just say he was my cousin. My cousin. Yeah. Oh, we can call him cousin. Cousin Nick. We'll call him cousin, cousin Nick. Cousin right. Nick. Well, that's, that's good. That one's sorted. Cousin, right. cousin Nick. Yeah. So, cousin yeah. Nick, when his dad passed away, um, he wanted to honour his dad, which is a Polynesian thing. Yep. Um, and he wanted to do the Hawkesbury Classic. That's the one thing his dad wanted to do. Never got to. Right. Wow. So, he said to me, come on, um, let's do the Hawkesbury Classic. And as you'd know, um, we've got to have it as just saying, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, right, eh? <laughs> let's do that. Um, so... He said, well, it's a kayak race. I was like, yeah, right, eh? Sunday does that. Yeah. How far? And didn't ask that question yet. <laughs> no. So literally, we went down and saw you, um, bought a couple of boats, and then we started paddling and all this sort of stuff. Then and, I and started, you Bob. And Bobby, yeah. Yeah, yeah Bobby came down too. Um, then we then it got a little bit closer, so I managed to stay in the boat um, after a while. And then, you know, started asking questions about, okay, how far is it? Hundred odd k's, yeah, right. Oh, that hurts. Um, so that that set the the uh, training regime up, but he didn't tell me that it went at night. Yeah, okay, it's a big factor. Yeah, that, that came in later in the piece. I think so for that for those people who don't know who are listening and wondering what we're carrying on about here, the Hawkesbury Classic is a race. It's a hundred and eleven kilometre race that starts at the foot of the mountains, uh, just outside Sydney. And runs along, I guess what you'd probably call the northern perimeter of the city, which is defined by the Hawkesbury River. And it finishes off at a, at a famous uh, highway bridge at Brooklyn. Um, and it's been running now for 43 years. Um, in its heyday, there were 500 boats firing down the river in the pitch black. Uh, nowadays, sadly, but hopefully that can change soon with a bit of marketing and... and uh, Promotion, it'll get back to that. But at the moment, I think the, this year there are about 200 paddlers in the race. Um, and it's always been a race that, that people, especially new to kayaking, have put on their calendar as a, a little bit of a mark in the sand for how they're going, something to aim towards. And I think if you did a little survey of kayakers around Sydney, you'd find an awful lot of them had gotten into it to do the Hawkesbury Classic. I sure did. I sure did. So I've now done, I've now done 11... Uh, broken wood cricket pitch. Come <laughs> on, two. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, come on. So what happened on that first race, mate? Get some issues. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? There's the, the golden rule, which I knew. Um, turn right. You just keep going right. They right, do right, say right, thing right. at the briefing. This is the bridge, the first bridge you go under over here, and then the second bridge is at the finish, and if you go under any bridges during the race, you've almost definitely gone the wrong way. I didn't go under a bridge. Yeah. No, because it's the other left before that that's got the bridge. Oh, so you didn't go under the... No, because there's, there's another yeah, bridge. That's probably why they couldn't find you. They thought you'd gone up that one. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. That was very funny, though. So I um, so, uh, got to Wiseman's. That's 60 uh, kilometres, so you yeah. got on a fair whack by that yeah. Um Had a break, um, rearing to go again, jumped back out on the boat, and no one was out in the river with me. Because everyone was still having a break. I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm killing this. Um, got back out there, got out to the, um, the blue markers and the SES and 
And I asked them, it was pretty black. Yeah, it's quite dark. Yeah. So I said, now, where do we go? And they pointed me to the channel markers at the end of the green channel marker at the end of the river. So I chased it. So I just went straight forward and I hit the bank. And when I hit the bank, the boat just swiveled right a bit. So I could see the left and I could see the water. So I know that must be it up there. So up I went. Then I kept making excuses why I wasn't seeing checkpoints. Checkpoints yeah. and about every half hour, another all, checkpoint. All that sort of stuff and the things I ran into and blah blah blah. Like it's But you had said to me, mate. Um, I think Rob had run into a tree or something the year before. Yeah, I had to rescue him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, you, you you painted a great tale how it's a tough race. So, you know, I'm up there. I'm thinking um I'm like, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm clicking bamboo on my, on my um, rudder and running into um, bloody mangroves and reeds and all sorts of stuff to have a great old adventure. Right. Um, uh, anyway, when I realised that I'd, I'd made a mistake, it was about four in the morning. Uh, that night you run out of river, you hit a mangrove and that was the end? No, right? I actually hit a tree. Right, okay. I hit a tree across the river and it just, I heard this almighty crack. In the boat. Oh, shit. This isn't good. Um, so at that point in time, I then saw. I actually said in my head, right, this race is too hard for me. And I thought, I'm just going to turn back, go back to Wiseman's. Didn't realise how far I'd gone. Um, and I'll just <clears throat> put up the white flag and say, you know what? I'm done. Right, I'm done. Um, anyway, uh, sun starts coming out. I'll just see where the sun is. Um, pull over, look at my maps. Yeah, so, so I so I finished about three that race. Yeah, about right three am yeah. I'm, I'm at the finish line, mm. and there's quite a kerfuffle. There was a big briefing going on amongst emergency services, and they were talking about boat number one hundred and three. No, one twenty. One twenty. Boat one twenty. Yeah, yeah, there was a bit of a discussion going on. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking that sounds like Axe's number, but surely not. Mm. And uh, Bob obviously and Nick hadn't finished by that point, and I, I thought, oh well, you know, they're obviously out there having a good night. So I, I was none the wiser. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I work it all out. I start heading back at about, I think it might have been about 6, 6.30 in the morning. So it's, it's light. A, oh, it's light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I looked at the, to- I looked at the shut-off times and all this sort of stuff. I thought, you know what? I can still get back to, the ne- to checkpoint whatever and I'll be inside the time frame. I can still do this. Yeah, still, yeah. I can still do it. You would have done 157 kilometres by then. But Details. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Um, you know, I was feeling all right. Could have. Yeah. Um, I get back down the river, and I just said, yes, yes, heading towards me. And I just hear this, Are you paddle of wine, 20? <laughs> I just give this nod. Yep. That's me. A lot of people ain't looking for you. <laughs> God. <laughs> and so anyway, I go up and say, okay, right. Um, you know, they, they pulled me in pull me um, into their boat and I'll, I'll play my case yeah yeah like that. I, I can still get, get back it. here blah 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 you know and get the next checkpoint I'll, I'll be right again and this bloke just looks at me with his steely face and just goes get in the boat <laughs> you're done <laughs> I'm done right okay game over so I had some unfinished business okay yeah anyway alright so 2018 you didn't go back and have another go nah I was going through a few things yep let it go so um yeah, no, I didn't. Okay, and then this year, this year, how they, we were still trying to work out how we came about. Yeah, you thought we might have been on the can somewhere, but I don't remember being on that night. Maybe we did. I can't think where it would have been, but you know, maybe. No. 
So we had a bit of history, me and Axe. We had a uh, we played cricket together at Ramwick back in the nineties in the heyday when we were a very 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 good uh, club with yeah. Test cricketers and Michael Whitney and John Dyson and a whole bunch of Sheffield Shield players. We were we weren't quite at that standard, but but we could drink. We sure did have a good time. We had a, a flat in Coogee, which was kind of the unofficial. We had two. Yeah, we had two flats, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. That's right. Well, it was like the unofficial. Not the same time. Was the unofficial clubhouse of the club because we on any given Sunday morning after a night in Coogee, there'd be twelve to twenty-five people sprawled all over the ground and the lounges and the balcony, and it did become a bit of a legendary haunt for all those years. Mate, I was the start of the internet. You reckon? Just, just taking it back here. Now, oh, so that's a, that's a big call. It is a big call. No, no, because this this time frame wise, because you remember you used to come home with Hawaiian shirts that you bought online. So you you, you went through this phase where you'd buy all the the Elvis, uh, oh, the like Elvis Hawaii, blue Hawaii or, Hawaiian shirt, yeah, all the Hawaiian true. shirts. So and I'd never heard of this. Like I hadn't even used a computer, let alone um, we didn't have a computer in the house. I still I'd never used one. We had Foxtel. We did. We did. We could watch Men Behaving Badly. Men Behaving Badly. Yeah. Run home from rugby training and watch Men Behaving Badly. Yeah. Why don't you get the takeaway and why do you get the four pack? Yeah. English beer. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Our favourite game in a storm was sitting on the balcony and playing Guess When Lightning is going to strike next. And now. Now. <laughs> so that was that was where we came from. Then, um, you know, families and, 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 and kids happened and all the responsibilities that come with that. So we didn't really we we'd, we'd we'd catch up at our few gigs here and there over the years and and um, it seemed like a good idea this year to get out and see if we couldn't have a bit of a shot at something that might take a bit of a few months and a bit of training. Yeah. Although but... my mates at the Sutherland Club decided it was tapering rather than training. <sighs> well, any more would have been a waste of time. Oh well, judging by our result in the race, I'd have to agree with you. Right, we use the fart leg method. The fart leg method. <laughs> the fart leg method. Yeah. A couple of quick sprints and you're done. Yeah. Oh. Which is good preparation for a 111 kilometre race. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Good work. So anyway, my mate, Bob Turner, uh, who runs many of the marathon races around Sydney, came up with this idea this year to have a ultra marathon series. It's Bob's idea. It was Bob's idea. Well, the races were always there, but it was his idea to put them all together and oh, turn okay. it into a series. The final one, of course, is on Saturday, the 24-hour race I was telling you about. Yeah. And if we went and did that, did another 12 kilometres, we'd get T-shirt. Yeah, right. Drive to Canberra, paddle 12 k's. You print T-shirts, don't you? Yeah, yeah. that's what I said to him. Yeah. I said, okay, just make one. Bob, yeah. we're good, we're good. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So the first of these races was a 30-kilometre race at Wyong, which, again, is a race that that club has always done, the Central Coast Canoe Club. They've always done that as one of their club races. But... Did you know it before? No, I don't do any of them. I, I, I've retired from Rovers full stop. I, I'd rather stick forks in my eyes mostly. But, um, mate, it seemed like a good idea. Driving down the river, or, or paddling down the river, there was a lot of you going, blah, blah, this, blah, blah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't my favourite. No. The, the, the idea for training was to paddle on the ocean to get fit to do this rather than dump down a river. It didn't quite work out like that because the days we could spare to have a training paddle it was a bit too rough and wild to go out to sea. So we did a bit of bay paddling. We did oh. a great downwinder, didn't we? Still scared me. Yeah, yeah, but you had a lot of stuff that scares you. And, um, and then we lined up for this 30K race and it was blowing 
35 knots and freezing cold. It was cold. Yep. And I thought, oh, no, this is going to be a nightmare because they're still tired to deal with as well. But we jumped in. We uh, had a bit of a go, laid down our challenge at the start line, picked a spot four or 500 metres up the river and nominated that as the hot spot. And if you uh, made it there first, case of beer. And I think we got that. Well, no one else was going to challenge us apart from the Buckins. And uh, we were a bit quicker off the mark than them. Only off the mark. <laughs> Got the hot spot. Yeah. Told them we wanted $17 Bavarian beers. And then we promptly hooked in behind them and let them drag us most of the way. Most of the way, yep. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. He didn't appreciate our advice, Jeff, either, did he? He, uh, he wasn't quite used to a couple of ex-grade cricketers in behind commenting on the way he was paddling. Uh, no. Weed on their rudder. Mm. All that kind of thing. I'm, I'm full of good knowledge. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I did like Bob's comment. It was at the start line. Uh, as we were paddling on the other side of the river. Was it something along the lines of, um, mate, if you, could, you, if you guys have got that much time to talk, you're not paddling hard. Yeah, enough. if you can still... Uh, yeah, if you're not enough oxygen in your lungs, you shouldn't be chatting. But we did, didn't we? We All the way, we rolled down the river. We, mate, we, we started with the best tries ever. Oh, top moments. Great old stories. It was a great day on the river, even though it was horrible conditions. Windy. Windy. Really windy. And then, of course, we got the last turn and uh, Annie Moore, my grandmother on a K1 and a 35-knot wind, was slightly in front of us. And I said, you know what, let's reel her in. Come on. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with her. We uh, chased her for uh, 11 kilometres and she seemed to get quite a bit further away from us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go backwards. Yeah, and then there was a bit of a bit of a period of about ten minutes where it blew hard, and we got her on a couple of runners. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. you know, you know, what, what sort of six-year-old woman can't handle a force nine wind in a K one? Is what I was saying. Pretty much offered her a wash ride, didn't we? As we went past, you mm-hmm. know, there you go, hop on. She wasn't quite up to it, and we thought, yep, don't mess with us. <laughs> We've got this one. <laughs> <laughs> and then as we got to the finish line, that dude in the SLR. Came past, going oh. about 13, and we were going about 7 into the wind. Mate, he flew past us. Yeah, I said, don't worry, he did the short course. Guess what? There isn't any. He didn't do the short <laughs> course. <laughs> he was just good. <laughs> but we stopped. Like, you stopped paddling about 10 metres from the line. I didn't think we were going to get over. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, and then we blew back onto the course. Into yeah. the wharf where all the timekeepers were. <laughs> <laughs> and then we won silver in the opens, hey? Yeah, Ted. Debut race for the first one you've actually finished, as opposed to... Well, debut for you too. You hadn't done it before. I hadn't done that one before. So we're now the reigning silver medalist opens in the Wyong 30-kilometre Central Coast Canoe Club Classic. Oh, club. Yeah. Yeah, well done. So that was was our first taste of it. Silver medal, that gave me a bit of heart. (coughs) Realised we may have had a little bit of work to do on... uh, Paddling as a team. Yeah, because I think uh, the, com- the flying comments might have been that you've actually got to paddle in time. Yeah. From a few of the boys. Yeah, and because I'm sitting in the front and you're sitting in the back, what they actually mean by that is, Axe, you have to paddle in <laughs> <the> time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was all directed at me through yeah. you. Yeah, Sunday's yeah. going okay, but you better do what he yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of how that went. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so then we go to the mile, and you're, well, he must be your ex-cousin now, is he? Oh, see, Cuzzy. He's my cousin. Oh, he's just a cousin. cousin. He's a cousin. He's got, he owns the pub up there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so you booked a few rooms and yeah. had a few mates come up for it. Yeah. 
an entourage. An entourage, yeah. And we turned up for that one, and it was also blowing 25 knots with a contrary tide. <clears throat> yeah, I'm shaking my head here. Yeah. Two, two, two races in a row with um, pretty horrible conditions, certainly for a flat water race where you want to go out and, you know, ponce along and look pretty and go fast. Mm. Uh, same thing, got on the start line. Called it. Nominated the uh, the beers and had a few people take us on, and we won that one as there well. Was, yeah, there was someone on our right hand. Yeah, yeah, Brady in her ski. She had a red hot go. She so, so did Annie Moore, again, our nemesis. Oh. This time in a double ski with her, her mate Charlie. Yes. Yeah. So same thing, I think. We um, couldn't shake her at all. Yeah, I think we, we won the hot spot, and then we pulled in behind all these women and let them drag us up the river for 15 k's or so. Yeah. Yeah. Except when the photo boat came out and we tried to make sure oh. we didn't get our photos taken in behind them. Yeah. 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 That, never, that photo didn't get taken, by the way. I, I managed to get wide enough for him not to be able to shoot us, wash riding them all. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I do like the fact that some of those photos were taken and I, I granted, yeah, I've got to work on my paddle, but I've also, I've also got to work on the, um, the grimace, the game face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can't smile. No, yeah. Yeah, work that's a bit of an art, mate. I know where all the cameras are in all those races. <clears throat> Eleven down, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd want I, know all, so. I know where all those cameras are. Yeah. You got you to make sure you get a good Facebook photo for those things. Yeah, yeah. So that was <clears throat> that, that, that last. Um, so we went. We had the tide. Now we had that start. No, no, we had. We were supposed to, and we didn't at all. We had a head tide and a twenty-five knot wind, pretty much in our faces. For 23 and a half k's. Going up. And then we got yeah. it at the top of the river. And then we turned and we got it for... About 10 k's? 13 maybe. Okay, yeah, all right. And then we had 10 k's with admittedly a tailwind, but the cray pots on the river were getting dragged underneath. But then didn't it... When you got to that open section, it's sort of like pushing across us. Yeah, it didn't matter for us. It messed a few other people up, I think, but... Uh, Oh, that stage. Yeah, so the, the mile, the mile <coughs> classic's a forty-seven k race, and it ends up on a big sort of estuarine waterway on the river, and uh, and it, it it can be a bit choppy and rough for people who are not normally in boats that are designed for rough water. So mm. that kind of a day. Whereas we were in a double ski, the epic V eight double, because um, we did try the boost, didn't we? The carbonology boost, our very first paddle. We paddled out the lap to uh, Luna Park underneath the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Yeah, shot myself. Yeah, you might as well be in the middle of that straight there. Yep, I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, what about you? So, we, we're coming back. So, I, I, I think I pulled it and said, mate, we've got to go back. Yeah. I've had enough. Yeah. Um, and so, so we, you, you've pretty much said, you know, we'll jump on the back of this boat. It's like a 45 foot cruiser. Yeah, they were having a party on there. Party, yeah, you've just like nudged us in behind and said, can I have a beer? Yeah. Concentrate, mate. Mate, normally they give you one too, you know. Oh, normally not they chuck one. Not away. sure, mate. Not yeah, 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 yeah. So we did what everybody does if they want to go well in a race. We got another boat. Yeah, yeah. I told you that was going to be a good one. Yeah. It would have been faster, wouldn't it? The boost yeah. would have been faster. So it would have been robbed by a lot more. We would have probably put another fifteen minutes on Mercer and Hempel yeah. for sure. Oh. For sure. Yeah. Oh. yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, you know, high tight. A field goal wins you the game of footy, doesn't it? You know, it's not like you have to win by thirty and rub their noses in it. One point. One point. Though, that's it. You know, yeah. ten, ten minutes at races at that level. That's a that's yeah. a long way. That's didn't a long time. Do need overtime. Yeah, absolutely. No goal involved. Yeah. yeah. 
Ah, yeah, so, right so, what did you learn from those first couple of races, then, mate? They were that was that were. I mean, you know. Well, you know what? What I learned was um, sitting behind you. Actually, learnt a lot. Um, as it turns out, speaking of Bob and the luck, I didn't actually learn enough. Um, but, um, mate, it's they actually went pretty quick. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, granted, they're a long time. Yeah, sometimes 10Ks can feel like a long paddle, but when you know you've got to paddle 47, uh, you recalibrate. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Mm. So they, 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 they went pretty quick. I think uh, you've, you've got that saying, you know, um, what is it about a break? Uh, a break, it's the, just... It's the idea of a break. The idea of a break. That's all you need. Yeah. Just the idea of a break. Um, and so, yeah, every K sucking a goo. Yep. It's a break. Uh, every hour. Right, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> every hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was all over it. Yeah. Well, actually, you learned that lesson because oh, 5Ks to go in the mile, I had my goo, and, and you said, no, nah, we got 5 to go, I'll be fine, and then you fell in a screaming heap. Yeah. And in the in the Wyong, um, with my camel pack, um, you know how you like, I hadn't really got the hang of where you've got to put it in your mouth? Yeah, yeah. So I used cable ties. Okay. So what I actually did, I cable tied the whole thing on, but I cable tied it so tight I couldn't suck water. Did I you not drink for 30 Ks? No, I didn't tell you that. Oh, right. I was going to take that one to the grave. Okay. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> who knows that is my daughter, Molly. Right. Um, and she just calls me an idiot. So I'm thinking there's performance issues due to technique, form, stroke, but it's because my paddling partner was hopelessly dehydrated. Cable ties, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't move. I couldn't suck the bloody thing. <laughs> oh, gee, I don't know. No, no, you didn't uh, tell me yeah. that, no. Yeah, no. details. No, yeah. no. Okay. No. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, it didn't. It just, I couldn't get any through. No liquid whatsoever for 30 kilometres of going pretty hard. No. Right. No. Okay. Not a bit. Oh, you got it in the goo, though. There's a little bit of hydration in the goo. It's right. true. Yeah. Right. It's probably not the best way to hydrate yourself for a long distance race. Yeah. yeah. Marathon runners do tend to, you know, drink at the water stations as opposed to pop a bit of that stuff Maybe. in as they're trucking along. Yeah. Details. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I learned that. I learned, <clears throat> so I learned how to get my camel pack right on the first one. Um, the second one I learned if you miss your, your goo, how much it can hurt. Yeah. Um, and by the time it hurts, it's too, too late. late. Yeah, that was the biggest lesson. Yeah. Biggest lesson there. Yeah. yeah. But it all came together for the big one. Yeah. So out, out we, we had one session before the race, tapering session probably, where the Don decided it would be a good idea if you got in the front and I got in the back. Mm. And I got stuck into you about where your hands were and how you were sitting and where the blade was going in. And we went quite fast. Hang on. Was that the one... So do we do? I can't. I can't even remember now. Well, I think we did two twenty k's. Yeah. So the first one was when we went up. The, I think I might have been in the back. Yeah. Um, and we're in a raging wind again. Yeah, it was something about you and me and that double boat and twenty knot winds in our faces. In our face, yeah. And then we we turned around about ten k's up, came back. Yeah. And the wind had gone. The wind had disappeared. And we were into the and tide. And we had a tide. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Because that was the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. And the second one was when I was in the front. The second one, you, the got same in, you got in the front. Yeah, right. And I got to see what would ha- I got to see what you were doing. Bark orders. It's good. And we went fast. 
except with a K to go, you said, mate, I'm knackered. This is really hard. And I said, yeah, well, that's what happens. With <laughs> that's what happens when you paddle. <laughs> I'm actually having a really easy day here, champ. What are you in the back, mate, this well? Then you started saying, oh, my bum hurts in the front. I think I have to go back in the back again, you know. I think I have to go back in the front. I don't want to have you barking orders at me or not. Pretty much. But, but I did get to feel how the boat ran when we had it all working. So that was something to store away because I knew suddenly we could actually paddle a bit better than what, it, what we'd done at times during the, uh, the two yeah, races and our, mm. our very vigorous 90-kilometre training paddle regime. Did we go that far? 220s. What's that? that? A nine. Oh, maybe more like 74Ks we paddled in You took me that, that, no, that one with Rob and um, Jace. Yeah. That was scary, that one. Yeah, that was only 8Ks. Yeah. Right. yeah. That, was, that was hard. That was 8Ks in 32 minutes. Yeah, that was the hardest of the lot. Yeah, that was great fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah that scared me. Yeah. Um, all right, so the Hawkesbury the trucks are on. And uh, this year, they, they, the, the, it's a funny race, the Hawkesbury. It, it's, it's on a big river, which is tidal. And it's tidal from the start to the finish. It doesn't flow like a normal river unless there's been an outs- astonishing... Um, rain event which in Sydney nowadays doesn't happen very often so over a, if, you, if your race plan is to go about 10 hours as an example the good years you'll get five and a half hours with the tide going with you and the bad years you'll get four and a half four and a half with you so um, you can paddle the best race of all time aim for 10 hours and do 10.30 or have a pretty ordinary race um and have everything line up and, and, and go under 10 because you're uh, because you got a bit a bit more help than you did the year before. So it's a no two years are the same. Um, usually people can work out which years are going to be the easy years and which years are going to be the harder years. And when it's the easy years, you see all these people pop up and suddenly start entering the the divisions where there's a soft record. Um, for us in the unlimited division doubles, that record's about seven hours. <laughs> Still close. Yeah, so we weren't really going to be breaking any records, but maybe, just maybe, we might have uh, we might have had a decent run. And as it turned out, um, the wind, the cursed wind that had absolutely knocked us flying in both the races we'd done that far, was a westerly, and the race runs from west to east in a fairly serpentine route. But there we were lining up at the start line after a, an afternoon with the Sutherland Shire guys under the marquee. Been been looked after by everybody with a mm. another I reckon gusting to thirty knot westerly up our hooters. It's up the hooter, yeah. yeah. So um, I don't think we get the best of it either. I think the uh, the boys. Yeah, I think the, the early starters. Left, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. I'll tell you what, though, pleasant surprise. It was. It was nice to have one behind us finally. Mm. It was yeah. calmer. It was calmer. Oh. Yeah. So the gun went. We had a plan to, we had a little bit of tide going our way, we thought. So the plan was to go as hard as we could while we had the tide going our way. Um, And my rule for a race like that is to go 11 with the tide and try and keep nine into it. And if the tide looks after you, you'll be thereabouts 10 or a little bit under. But in my whole career racing it, 10 times before this, I'd had 10.02, 10.07, 10.15, 10.25. 
So I personally, in a single, never managed to go under 10 hours. Um, so as, well, well, as good as the plans can be, uh, the river is the thing that dictates how things, how things pan out. But we did. We shot off, didn't we? We couldn't. We weren't fast enough to go with the real fast nah, guys. No, no, quick. They were. They were. It was the fastest start to a race I've seen for years. Like kaboom! I think it's funny, you know. I had a. I, had, I put a game plan in my head, like a race plan in my head. Oh really? Don't know why, you, didn't, you didn't tell me this. God no. no. <laughs> Wasn't going to waste my breath. Um, but it pretty much was a way that you. Like I, I looked at the tides and tried to. When I did it with Bobby and Nick. Um, we tried to guess the tides, looking at all the charts, all that sort of stuff. We got it so wrong. But this time, um, I reckon I got it close to the mark. Yeah, you'd, you'd said you'd, well, you said we have the tide from the beginning. Mm, and and I, I sort of like came up with rough <coughs> times where, when we're going to be at cert, certain points and give or take a bit of time, well, there or thereabouts. Um, and I, I, th- I thought, you know what, we can get the 10. Because my goal was to get you down the river under 10. Oh, you yeah. were going to get me down the river. Mate, I'm, not, I'm the engine. I'm the, I'm the motor. That's me. No, that's good. Thank oh, you. Oh, mate, 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 that's great. You know, appreciate it. The altruistic intent. Fantastic. Right. Well, so, um, I wasn't doing it for fun, mate. So we went out like a scalded cats, but we weren't quick enough for the quick guys who were absolutely, you know, like they had Denker rub up their clackers, really. Did you, and you didn't call it, you didn't even call the hot spot that one? Oh, there's no point calling the hotspot no. in that field. You're yeah. just made to look like a dick if you do. Yeah, nah. Mm. Nah, 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 nah. Appreciate that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We still went out pretty hard. And I wondered how we were going. Um, and then I noticed our club mate, Mark Morrow, on our wash. And then Mark's fast. And uh, we're not that fast. And I thought, you know what? If he's tucked in behind us, we must be going okay here. Because he was telling me he's an accomplished Ironman and he was telling me about his heart rate being way too high and going way too hard and it's the fastest start he's ever done. And I was feeling pretty cheery and uh, you seemed like you were going okay, judging by your constant chatter. My, is you. <laughs> and uh, I thought, right, we're going all right then. So we, um, we had Molly, your daughter. Yeah, Moon. And, uh, Moon and, and Marty, yeah, yeah. Sitting at the 10, 12K mark, cheering you on. That's it, yeah, just we, for the first... Um, yeah, station. Uh, check mark. We did a big detour. We did. Yeah, right. Went right over to. Yeah, I reckon that cost us about you know forty five seconds. We would have beaten Mercer by more. Even more. Yeah, I know. Anyway. Yeah. <coughs> and then and then what happens in the Hawkesbury? You take off hard. You rush out. The the light goes. It turns dark at about seven. And it's amazing how often just after it's gone dark in those sorts of tides, suddenly bang, it comes back at you. Do you know what? I remember <coughs> thinking it was getting so. Just Jane. I remember thinking, "Geez, it's getting dark quick." Yeah. Sure, my sunny's on. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so scared to say, "Oh, mate, I just got to take my sunny's off." Yeah. Okay. Hands off the paddle. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> it will bark at me because <laughs> every yeah, you can tell whenever I was out of time. It's like yeah. strike. Oh, you just bark something at me. I said timing, mate. Time, 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 whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was so scared. I was paddling in the dark there for a while. It was only seven o'clock. I just couldn't see a thing. Climatising. Climatising. Yeah, they say SAS soldiers do that. They drop out of helicopters in the middle of a desert storm. And then they and then they sit on the ground for an, for about five or ten minutes, let their eyes get used to it. So maybe you were being a bit commando. No. No, you just too scared of something. Scared to take it, scared I'd yell at you for taking <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. The um the, the, and when the tide comes back at you, 
having done it only ever on my own, never having someone else in the boat with me, it gets depressing because your, your speed drops. Um, you can't go in the middle of the river because that's where the tide's flowing the hardest. And if you do, you slow right down. And I mean, there's been times in boats that are capable of going 14. I've been going seven and a half, paddling hard. And all the resistance comes into your stroke. You feel you're really putting the hammer down, not going anywhere in it. And you know you've got about four hours of it. So my watch is set up so that my GPS lights up every every kilometre to tell me how fast I did the last kilometre. And after about a dozen pretty ordinary results for that, I thought, right, well, I'm not going to look at that anymore. I'm just going to start talking. So we came up with topics, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. We did. Biggest sixes. Topics we can't talk about. Yeah, topics we can't talk about. Uh, Quite a few topics. Probably not suitable. We'd get a little E on our podcast if we talked about them here, you know? All right. Yeah, yeah. No, so we won't talk. But, you know, we we think we had had great great tries. Yak would know what we're talking about. Yeah, Yak would know if he's listening to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great tries. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Best rock ever to get someone out. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Best sledges. Yeah. Best sledges. That was a good one. Do you remember my first ever try for um, Petersham. Petersham and you were yelling out, put the ball down, put the ball down, because <laughs> you thought I was just going to run over, run over the dead ball. ball. Right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It wasn't that bad. Do you remember mine in first grade? No. We had a bet, a case. Oh, I did too. First yeah. And I somehow went through a gap against uh, South Sydney, New Zealand, a lot of my too. Polynesian yeah. brothers, yeah. Somehow beat one, beat two, threw a dummy and got... Coat hanging as I fell over the trial line, got the ball down, and in my semi-concussed state, I did the old hand to the mouth. Axe, I hope you're watching, buddy. And then I said, right, I'll have a case of rum. And you said, no, no, it was a case of beer. And I said, no, no. Gross. It was a case. <laughs> but I talked to you in the you gross, said, didn't I? He said, well, that's not fair. And I went, okay, yeah, case of Grolsch, $149. <laughs> Those big bottles with them. Yeah, but you know what? In my, my only memory of that is your first ever game when we played together. Oh, and uh, sorry, we've changed the subject. We're going to finish anyway. rugby. Okay, well, what we're going to do is Sunday, very early in the piece, got pinned on the bottom of a ruck, so he couldn't move his arms or his legs. That's right. And people were all over the top of him, and there was this fellow who had a cold and a runny nose. Quite a big Fijian man. He was. No, Papua New Guinea. Yeah, he's he way, He was certainly Melanesian. Yes, yeah. Anyway, and he's these big deep breaths, and this this thing is just coming out of his nose, and just kept going down and down and down, like a and yo-yo. Mate, it was a yo-yo. It was a it yo-yo. Was. It was. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you just hear something, mate, wipe your nose, <laughs> mate, wipe your nose. <laughs> and I'm I'm on the side of this rock. I'm there pretending to push to do something. Not doing anything, um, and you can see this. Yeah, and I can, I can, I can, like, I'm there, I'm in the moment. Suck it up, mate. Hey, mate, mate, wipe your eyes <laughs> straight down your mouth. <laughs> I didn't go, did it? No, it didn't. Oh, also, I tell the kids, yeah, well, it's a good story, it's a better story yeah. that way, yeah. Oh, no, no it's, but, it struck, but anyway, you know, it struck me a glancing blow on the cheek. Oh, please, yeah. mate, yeah, back. anyway, yeah, so, so where were we? So that one got a run. Yes, that was, if you want to know how we passed our night slugging into a tide on the Hawkesbury, that's about the kind of, uh, that was about the tone. Yeah. Mate, I reckon we had, I mean, you, you pointed out, we had one black hour. 
Yeah, you always have a dark hour, don't you? Hey, I'm wrong. But we thought it's, a, it's so dark out there, we didn't realise there were people around us. We paddled straight past our clubmates, Ross and Robin. Do we? We did. And uh, Robin recognised us and said, it's dark. I said, it's dark out here, because I said that to everyone, right? Dark yeah. night, isn't it? Yes. She said yes, and I said, anyway, have a good night. And she sort of turned around and said, that was a bit uh, short. What's wrong with them? <laughs> didn't recognise them. Yeah, sure. I should have right, eh? Yeah. yeah. Um, there was there was another mob um, that we passed that you told me a story later on um, where they just heard us down the river laughing was that them? yeah oh, okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. won't go into that story yeah no no, no. no. Um, yeah so, so we, we hit a tree we hit a tree oh my god hit a tree how far into the race was that? oh that was about 40 k's just so before Wisens was oh, it? oh yeah mate we smashed into it I didn't see it. It was so dark. And because you can't have a light in the race because it messes up your night vision, um, we've got a little green siloom that sits on the bow and it points forward. And when you're in the glow sticks, yeah, little glow sticks. And when you're in the front seat, um, often that green light will illuminate something in front of you maybe half a second before you smash into it. And if it's a boy, or a jetty, you might have enough time to just hit the rudder and shift yourself past it. But this was a massive dead tree. tree. And we hit it hard, like crack, smash, bang. And Mark was still wash riding us. Yeah, we ran into us, didn't he? Well, we turned side on and it so hard, and then he ran into us. Mm. And we didn't I fall. I reckon I had a little bruise from it. Oh, I had him all up my arm. Yeah. Yeah, it smashed me. You missed the, um, you know the pontoon that we hit? Yeah, yeah. You missed it. I reckon you've put your right in. Yeah. Gone left. Yeah, I know. And, yeah. And this is what happens into the tide. People have to stay real close to the banks. They can't see where they're going. And the, the game is, do I get in? Do I get out? And if you go in, you almost always run into something. Yeah. yeah. Last year, the Don ran aground into a reed after giving me a hard time about being too wide. 30 seconds later, bam. Oh. Yeah, he had, a, he had a land accident, not a water accident. <laughs> What about um, the, what was the stuff called in the water? The, the oh, well, stuff. that was later in the race. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So we get, got into Wisens Ferry. Yeah. You wanted to talk to everyone. I reminded you we had two minutes. Yeah. I said, change your water bladder, top up your goose, have some drugs. Yeah. And let's get out of here. And then we, um, we had Johnny Denyer, our uh, club mate, alongside us as we uh, paddled off from there. And I showed you where you should have turned right. <laughs> Mm. Mate, I reckon when we got that corner, people appeared from nowhere and were heckling. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon there were three or four people around that all of a sudden were, were oh, you might have been, I don't know, I just felt like, might have been yeah, in my head. Some sort of strange flashbacky thing, you know? Mm, yeah. yeah. Like you wish they were there in 2017 to say, mate, don't turn left, turn right. No, they were heckling. Right. Yeah. In here. Uh, yeah. Anyway, well, in my head, again. So we came out of there. Like, we're, like we had a motor. We were going about 12 and a half k's Why? Why do we have a motor? I'll tell you why. You just worked out that All Blacks had lost. They had lost you the had All Blacks. They had lost the semi-final. Yeah, That's true. Mum yeah. told me they lost, yeah. Yeah, you were a bit cranky when we got out of there. Although Beaver was the coach, Eddie Jones, who I played with at Ramwick, so I wasn't that sad. No, you might have been that sad, but you were still a bit cranky, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. the pace down. Well, I had to do... I did get one back for them, didn't I, really? You know? So from so Wisdom's Ferry is 60 kilometres, and from there there's another 40 to go to the finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
usually it's a bit of a blur the last 40 because you've hurt as much as you're going to hurt getting to there and it's a big wide river from there to the finish it's um it can be a bit difficult to navigate because it, it's so dark and it's a bit hard to work out which way you've got to go um and we're talking at times nearly a kilometer wide the river um but we had the tide which meant we could sit right in the middle we were in a, yeah. a big, long, very lightweight double surf ski, and Axe was starting to get in time and paddle well here, like as well as ever, 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 for some strange reason. Took sixty-five k's. I don't know. <laughs> well, let's and let's let's not forget about the other hundred and ninety before that, and races and you know our tapering. Oh, program. Good, our tapering, yes. Yeah. Mate, um, good sixes. So you said, how fast are we going? And I said, we're going about thirteen. And he said, well, what's going to? How are we going to do that? How are we? Well, we keep that up and I say well, I don't know but I mean if, if we just keep doing what we're doing and the river doesn't turn against us which it can do mm. um, you might find that we, we we hum home here and we did didn't we yeah absolutely mm. powered through about halfway to the finish we had the bioluminescence arrive in the water mate that was amazing that yeah. was I told you that it happened yeah yeah I was like yeah whatever Sunday <laughs> yeah whatever but we also had a black hour in there. That's where we had a black hour. I'm you reckon? Sure. There, I remember you saying to me uh, afterwards, you, we, yeah, there was, there was only one point and I, I was there as well. We didn't talk a lot. Nah. And it was in that, it was after Wiseman's, um, before the, what is it, Illuminescence or whatever. Bioluminescence. Bio, whatever. Yeah. There, was a, there was a bit of a black period there. Well, you, we, can't, you can't paddle 10 hours down the river going hard in a race. And not have have a bit of a night, have a bit of an hour where things go a bit awry. Yeah. Go into your own little thoughts and yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and, then, and then there was those guys who kept going past us. They'd have a stop and we'd go past them, mm. and then we'd have another stop and then they'd go past us again. And every time they came past, they said, "There's no way we were letting you bikes beat us." <laughs> yeah. I still well, worked out who they were, by the way. You have? No, no, no. I haven't. No. Like, is that you bikes in the V8 again? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we had to go hard because we still weren't willing you beat us. Yeah. <laughs> they beat us? Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. yeah, but they're like, you know, probably know. good at it. We're, yeah. just, we're just idiots. Yeah. They trained. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the bioluminescence arrives. So the bioluminescence is algae in the water, and you've got to imagine this. It's pitch black. I mean, so pitch black you can't really see which way to go. There's no moon, there's no cloud, so often the city's lights beam up off the clouds and bounce back and, and light things up around you. So it was as dark a night as you'd ever have out there. And all of a sudden, you put your paddle in, and this bright green luminescent glow appears off it. And then you put your right paddle in, and the same thing happens. And then this line starts appearing off your bow, bright mm. green. And it's the algae lighting up. Um, as you break the water that you're paddling through. So for about two hours there, yeah. we've got this incredible light show. And then there were mullet, remember? I was going to say the fish. Yeah, there's fish, fish coming at the bioluminescence because mm. that attracted the light. So they're bashing all around our hull, diving around us everywhere. And then when they when they work out we are coming through, they shoot off and mm. you just see that as well. Beautiful Amazing. light of yeah. green. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you, so at the front, so what I was seeing, I, I couldn't see it obviously the bow of the boat. Um, I could just see your paddle going in. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't get that. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it could be, it's a, it's a funny night out there, isn't it? I mean, doing it by yourself, there's been, I've done it a few times and 
I always wonder which way I've got to go. I don't have. There's a point there. There's a point there. After all that uh, had, had been done, he said, "Mate, I don't know where we're going." Yeah. I was like, "Well, mate, I'm no good here. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone this far before." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you, you, and that. I'm thinking, shit. He's done this. He's done yeah, this. Yeah, I, I think. I think every time I've done it, I've got to that point in the day. If it's light. If there's, a, if there's a moon up or there was one year we did well, it in a lightning moon. storm so oh. yeah we did it in a lightning storm so every 15 seconds for about 6 hours the whole thing lit up oh. and you could see every, that's, the, that's the year Mercer and Hempel went 10 minutes slower than us yeah right yeah um, and that was an amazing night that would but, have been pretty cool but yeah, um, yeah the, the so you remember you were, you were paddling along and you know mate I don't know if we go straight down there or it could be on the right here yeah and yeah. Well, I knew if we went at the nav light that eventually we'd see the next nav light and that's definitely where you go. But yeah. we, we ran a bit of a wide line there. Yeah, so, so it could have been Mercer by more. Well, see, the, the race is 111 kilometres if you go uh, straight down the middle. And if you cut the corners, I've done it in as little as 98.9. You and I that night went 99.8. Last year I did it in 99.3, so that's 600 metres. But... We also got to sit in the middle of the river for longer this time, and that would have lengthened our race as well. You would have made it pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Made us go faster. Yeah. yeah. That was at the, um, there was there's a point where uh, it would have been about I think it's two or three k's from the end where you go through like a chute and you turn left. Yep. And then you see the bridge. The or finish. Yeah. yeah. Um, that. So the the race finishes alongside a big highway bridge. Uh, the Brooklyn Bridge, which was, um, tell you what, before they built that, it must have been a hell of a trip to get out of Sydney. Can't you remember going up the coast? Yeah, but you, you had to go over that thing. No. Was it a ferry? No, it was just the, it was the double bridge. It was the old bridge. Yeah, but before they had that there, can you imagine? You know, you know I remember going over the double bridge and then you'd go through Wyong and get stuck in the traffic lights and, you know. I can't remember that bit. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So you can see the bridge. Yeah, there's three, mm. three, k, mm. two and a half k's or something from there mm. to the end. But I just remember that point, and you were saying to me, mate, we've got to get through this left turn because that gets like that's tough water because mm. it's so narrow. Yeah, we don't get through that. Yeah, quick. I thought it might have come back at yeah. us. Yeah, and that, around that point, that was where the boys um, said, "Oh, he's the V8 again." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get around there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's a quick boat, but we didn't really, um, we didn't really slow down. We finished. We crossed the line going twelve. You know, we we did that last section. We finished in nine hours thirty seven, yeah. which is my fastest Hawkesbury by some margin. Same here. Certainly yours. Yeah. yeah. Well, finished one. Finished one in yeah. nine thirty seven. Yeah. Came eleventh. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Molly commented. She said, "When we finished, um, we bounced out of the boat. Uh, we'll, we'll yeah." We, we got out and we were a, we were a pretty good place. A lot of people were just like, couldn't move. Yeah, yeah. We carried the boat out. Like, people were getting... Yeah. Like, helping out. Well, it's a bit of a thing to paddle that far. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the Don, you want to see the Don when he finishes at Hawkesbury. I did. Yeah. How did he look? Wasn't pretty. He's a strange colour, isn't he? But having said that, though, he was the only bloke that I could find to have a beer with. Yeah. <laughs> So the only bloke that would have a beer with me was the Don. Yeah, so I'm not going to say a bad word about him. There's not a lot of celebratory beers going on at the end of the Hawkesbury. Yes, there were. Yeah, yeah. I think I was the only one. Yeah, yeah. even I said no. I oh, know. Nah, mate. No. Nah, 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 and they're warm. And yeah, they were warm. Yeah. You're right. That was the first. So you know, you pack your pack. You, you pack yourself up ready for the race. 
that's the first thing I put in. Yeah, in a slightly not very waterproof cooler bag, which ran water all through the back of my truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Details. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it did take a while, didn't it? It did take a while. Yeah, but but we we won gold again. Gold this time. Open. Rumor has it. Open unlimited men's doubles. Uh, so we've gone silver, silver, gold. Did we get silver in the mile too? I don't know. I'm yeah, sure. I don't know about that. They don't do silvers in the mile. Well, the mile's a tough race. If you don't like win it, then you don't get anything. Sort of. Well, I can remember about the mile is um, Jeff Bucking. Yeah, uh, hopping out and just saying never doing never that doing that ever again. Yeah. So yeah. Paul Dev had to do it with um Bobby. Bob and Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh gold, men's unlimited doubles. Tick. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. I don't know, I can't remember who was racing against us. In that Deta- details. Better Deta- as if that matters. Uh I came second. Yeah, yeah. And there you go. Yeah. There you go. So mate, uh Ocean Racing. Mackay, you up for Mackay? You want to have a bit of a shot at that? You can't put me in the spot now. Well, there's not very many people listening, mate. It's only a podcast. There's about six people listening to this. It's no big deal. Ah, oh, you know what? Well, I'll, hop the, I'll hop back in the boat in the weekend, see if I can balance. All right. Uh, give it a go from there. Uh, we'll see what happens. We might be signing autographs at Mackay, mate. We can probably create a little niche for sort of idiot mates who think they can do this. No, that's us. No. Mate, you know what? It's the the V eight, it was awesome. It was um it was just a good boat, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh look, it's comfortable. Yeah, you actually had the two, yeah, the, the yellow I uh, sorry the, the red and the black. Yeah. The red is not a race boat, the light one. Yeah, it was a bit lighter. So that yeah. was um, yeah. yeah. Plus you look like a pro if you've got a red one. Yeah, I know. You know yeah. We look better in that. I'll put all those stickers on it, look like we're sponsored. Oh, mate, I know. You know yeah. It's like you know, playing cricket with a sponsored with well, making oh, sure no. you bought Grain equals gloves. Mate, grain equals bat, bat, every, yeah, everything. Yeah, so yeah, look like yeah, you're a sponsor. Yeah. You know. Fly about the inside. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Talk, talk about your career, even though you pay fees to play. Well, that's it. I've got a V8. <laughs> um, I've got a V8 and I, I drive up, uh, up and down the river when I um, do my paddles. And I, I keep the uh, Hawksby sticker on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so people like, yeah, I've had a crack. Yeah. I didn't tell my story that I no. didn't finish. But, yeah. Well, it is a unique story, your, your Central McDonald classic. Upper McDonald, mate. Upper McDonald. Mate, so I'd, I'd go down to our, we'd have touch footy on a Friday night, um, and a couple of people would talk about, uh, they're all paddlers around this area, Lane Cove and stuff. Um, and they were oh, mate, what about the bloke got lost in the Hawksbury Classic? I know, how good is he? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Ah, yeah. So any advice for people listening who think they might want to go and have a go at a race like the Hawkesbury? You know, like, I mean, I've done it I, a few times. I've done passing on advice. Well, I still don't know what, how we came up with a double. That's how you do it. You reckon? I reckon you do, because at no point in time, um, mate, I was entertained all the way. If you do it with a mate, you're entertained all the way down. Yeah. Um, mate. But you could do it with the Don and just listen to him grunting and being in pain the whole way. That would be a bit depressing. Sorry, Deb. That would have been awful. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I reckon you do, it with, you do it with a mate. Yeah. And you get down the river. Well... And you can tick it off. I've done 10 in a single and one in a double, and I've got to tell you, the double was the most fun I've ever had in any of those. It was just fun. It was a hoot, actually. Well, you think about it, we've probably had a few years together too, so we had a few stories. We did have a few stories. Uh, yeah. We couldn't possibly offend one another. 
No, there was no way we could have had a stink over something, you know? Really? Did we ever, we've never had a stink. Oh, yeah, the shit's once or twice, but... What about when I... Um, no, no, we can't. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. So anyway. Why never had a stink? So anyway, there you go, folks. Uh, 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 this this wasn't the 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 the, the sea kayaking hard man uh, podcast. This is a tale of uh, a, a bit of a funny night out and, and an excuse for two old mates to hang out together for a, for a few days, a couple of months out and train and it's a good excuse. Enjoy a bit of company and um, come up with another good story. Really, I reckon. Yeah. Um, so I hope you've enjoyed listening, uh, Axe. You know you're gonna. Put this around all your mates, mate. Make yourself even more famous here. Oh, don't think I'll listen to them. Hey? Don't think I'll listen to it. They're all tradies. <laughs> don't, don't even know what a podcast is. Right. Well, mate, thank you. The, the, the wine was nice. It's good to hang out here in your nice house and uh, for however much longer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, here's, and cheers. Uh, here's cheers. Thank you for listening, everybody. See you next year. Ooh.